we're going to make it to the weekend. Yeah, it's right around the corner. This is Eric Carpenter. It is a Friday, and this is KCVL KCRK. Well, it's the time of the legislature where things get kind of serious. Let's check with our representative, Joel Kretz. He talked with John Satcast. Welcome to Capital Report. I'm John Satcast. My guest is 7th District State Representative Joel Kretz from Wakanda. Thanks for being with us on our program today. Thank you. The legislative session is 105 days. It's a long session, but we're just about halfway through it now. Can you give folks back home some idea about some of the bills that are still alive and maybe some of those that may be dead or on life support? Well, this is where you see a real clear difference in priorities really start to take shape about now. The holding hands is pretty well over, and we're at the point where there's a lot of blood pooling across those marble floors. So far, the majority party wants to do things like abolish the advisory votes. It's already passed the Senate. Put climate change goals in the Growth Management Act, a possible form of rent control, minimum wage for prisoners, and remember, felons can now automatically register to vote once they've been released from prison. We've got so-called assault weapons ban. We've got a domestic violence extremism commission. This one scares me. You know, who defines extremism? I don't consider my views extremist, but maybe someone from Seattle does. This has got some really nefarious undertones, and we really need to be watching out for this one. What are some of the priorities that you and your Republican colleagues have advocated for this session that the majority party has simply ignored? Well, I think they seem kind of common sense, making life more affordable, property tax relief, sales tax relief, expanding the working families tax credit, repealing the long-term care program and payroll tax, which you're going to start seeing your bills on that this summer. Big one, public safety, cracking down on catalytic converter thefts. Washington State's the worst in the nation. We've got to allow the police to start pursuing criminals again, and we need to make hard drugs illegal again. The majority party is watering down or ignoring most everything we've been trying to do to keep our communities and families safe. Are there any areas still left for bipartisanship in the last half of the legislative session? It's looking pretty grim. There maybe a few things. We had the voluntary program on riparian areas, farmers working with tribes. The governor's been in huge opposition, and it looks like that bill died in committee. There's some workforce issues and maybe some bipartisanship on the capital budget. It usually goes well, only because it takes a supermajority to pass. We haven't seen the operating budget yet. I don't think we're going to have much to work with there. They're going to spend money like you won't believe it, so buckle up, folks. The Olympia money machine is shifting into high gear. State Representative Joel Craig. Thanks for being with us on Capital Reporting. We want to thank our listeners for being here with us on the program. In Olympia, this has been Capital Report. A group of building industry associations, they have filed a lawsuit against the Washington State Building Code Council's recently adopted codes for residential and commercial buildings Critics warn it will increase the price of housing that's already unaffordable for 84% of the state residents. The petition, filed earlier this week in Thurston County Superior Court, the group of plaintiffs argue that the council illegally enacted the policies after Governor Inslee repeatedly failed to get similar proposals passed in the legislature. Starting in July, it will be illegal for builders to place natural gas or propane 
in new construction as a primary source of energy. Instead, they are required to install a heat pump for both space and water heating. The code regulation allows natural gas as a backup energy source, but according to the Building Industry Association of Washington, that'll add at least $2,400 to the price of a new home. Well, when we take a look at the Senate, your child could effectively disappear by simply claiming they're seeking gender counseling or puberty-blocking chemicals. The bill passed in the state Senate. Here's Kimberly Wirtz with more on that. The Democrats' legislation would allow teens to stay at certain youth facilities without their parents' knowledge while seeking services related to gender dysphoria and gender transitioning. All Senate Republicans voted against the measure. Senate Republican Leader John Braun. The only thing this bill would do is cause harm by driving a wedge between these vulnerable kids and their parents. If the House and governor also approve the bill, kids would be able to stay in these facilities for an indefinite amount of time. If this bill becomes law, we will be disenfranchising loving parents who deserve to have a say in the lives of their teenage children. Parents from the LGBTQ community were among more than 4,500 people opposing the bill during a Senate committee hearing. I'm Kimberly Wirtz. You know the name Tempur-Pedic. If you have a bad back, you may already own one. The back pain relief is legendary. I have a secret for you. Tempur-Pedic mattress support system also provides a good night's sleep. You don't have to wait for a bad back. You can get a good night's sleep now. Don't take my word for it. Ask somebody who owns one. Come to Sandra's for a seven-minute test rest, and we'll change your life forever. Sandra's Furniture, downtown Colville. Washington State would license innovative crisis relief centers for people with behavioral health needs, providing an alternative to emergency rooms and jails. That legislation passed by the Senate. It had been sponsored by a Democrat from Redmond. It directs the Department of Health to license or certify crisis relief centers. It's a new type of crisis diversion facility that would provide short-term help to patients regardless of their behavioral health. The new 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, they say it is a national model. But with that model, they say Washington needs to step up and deliver the services it promises to people in a mental health or substance use crisis. Currently, behavioral health facilities in Washington require a cumbersome medical clearance process before accepting someone in crisis. 
That results in first responders taking them instead to places that do not use the exclusionary criteria, the jail or an emergency room. The Senate Bill 5120 would establish a no-wrong-door framework for crisis relief centers, meaning that people in mental health and substance use crisis would not be turned away. In these centers, people could get the short-term care they need and make connections to longer-term services that can help them reacclimate to a stable lifestyle. They would operate within clear guidelines that require them to accept all walk-ins and drop-offs from ambulance, fire, and police, regardless of behavioral health acuity. The Senate is also considering a number of other bills to fulfill the promise of the new 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, Senate Bill 5555, 5189, 5130, and 5228. They are all being introduced by Democrats from Bremerton, Tacoma, and Seattle. Stop into Woodworker Network for their best prices and selections on wood slabs, hardwood lumber, router bits, saw blades, epoxies, abrasives, and other finishes. They can build quality tables, shelving, mantles, and more in their custom shop. Or let them cut, dry, and flatten a slab for you, either in their air dryer or have them kiln-dried in their custom kiln. Whatever your hardwood needs, you can trust Woodworker Network and the House of Hardwoods to your woodworking needs. Just 12 miles south of Colville on Highway 395. Yesterday, we told you about this new book. It takes place in Washington State. It's a twist on traditional westerns, complete with a musical element to draw you in. The book is going to be released a little later this month. It's called The Farewell Tour. Stephanie Clifford with the book. And here's a little bit more about how the musical element of the farewell tour was developed and some details about how you can read or listen 
to the book. So I'm a country music fan, but I came to it when I was spending a summer in Arkansas in high school. I didn't think it had anything to do with Washington State, really. I mean, you think of Washington music, you think of sort of grunge and garage music more. And I was reading this biography of Buck Owens, and it mentioned that he was running a radio station in Puyallup at one point. He's from California. I had no idea he had any Washington connection. And as I looked into it, it turned out that there was this huge and really exciting country music movement out of Washington in the 50s. And it was people who really thought they were giving Nashville a run for their money. It was a much rougher, kind of more honky-tonk, more working-class sound than the sort of Nashville of the time, which was more violins and choruses and much, much smoother. Washington had this very Western, twangy, hard, very cool sound at the time. And so I put Lillian, the main character, into the scene. She learns electric guitar. She's going around in the honky-tonks in Tacoma and eastern Washington playing playing in these roadhouses and having a great time of it. I've played piano since I was a kid. I took up guitar when I was a teenager. So I'm like a very amateur musician, but I did write the music and lyrics for all of the songs in the book, which was a really fun experiment because Lillian's, of course, writing her own songs. I was trying to do just the lyrics and I was like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> I have to sit down with my guitar and figure this out. So it gave me some insight into how hard songwriting is. I'm glad those stayed on the written page and nobody has to hear them, but <laughs> it was really fun to work on those. In order to get the written lyrics right, I worked out chords, I worked out songs, so I recorded the songs just for myself. You can hear little squibs of them on the audiobook as well. The audiobook narrator sings some of them. You can hear some of those tunes if you listen to the audio version of the book. The audiobook for the Farewell Tour is narrated by this very awesome narrator named Carrington McDuffie. So as the writer of the book, you usually get a choice of different narrators who, who the editor feels would be right for the book. And Carrington has this deep, luscious voice. She's also a singer. And as she was recording the audiobook for the Farewell Tour, I sent her recordings of the songs so that she could sing them on the audiobook recording. But she ended up having to transpose them a few notes lower because her voice is lower than mine. So she brought in her own electric guitar to the studio, was like working on it. And it was this very cool musical moment for a very musical book to see her working on that. I had read a lot of it during quarantine when I was stuck in New York, where I live. And I couldn't go back to Washington, which I usually do a few times a year. And so there's a real yearning for the West and for the Northwest in particular in the book. The Farewell Tour is out on March 7th. It's available at indie bookstores and Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Audible, wherever you prefer to get books. You can hear some of the music if you listen to the audio book, The Farewell Tour. They are releasing this in all forms come March the seventh. Fogel Pump and Supply is more than just pipes, pumps, and fittings. It's people. People with the experience, tools, and capabilities to truly provide customer service at every level, in the store or out in the field. Fast, friendly, competent people with your best interest at heart. And they are the water professionals that can solve your toughest water problems. Put Fogel Pump and Supply to work for you today. Call 684-2569 or stop in at 2250 North Highway in Colville. Now open on winter hours. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Closed Saturday and Sunday. Now scheduling well drilling for summer 20. 23. Call us today for your free estimate. By the way, a quick reminder, the daily news that we have here on the radio, if you've missed some of it or you missed a day 
or you have friends or relatives in other areas you think would be interested in what's going on around our area, and some of the uh, stories that you won't hear anywhere else that uh, we put on the air, uh, the the news is available. It is called News Unbroken. You can find it at Spotify. It's also uh, all of your other favorite podcast locations, but uh, Spotify, where we have news unbroken. If you want to hear the news, you have friends or relatives out of the area that would want to hear the news, they just need to type in news unbroken at Spotify, and uh, they can listen to any of our news. Well, the Washington Cougars, they're getting ready for the Pac-12 tournament. Why, maybe the Cougars are, are peaking at just the right time. The Cougars closing out the regular season over in Seattle. The game against the Huskies last night. Final score, 91-80. to And the Cougars totally dominating the uh, Huskies last night. Six-game winning streak for WSU. Oh, they are headed into the Pac-12 tourney on a real tear. Pac-12 tourney coming up in Las Vegas, March 8th to the 11th. WCC tourney action starting in Vegas. Portland down to San Diego, 92-74. Portland now going to play BYU tonight. That'll be at 6 o'clock. In the late night game last night in the WCC tournament, it was Pacific defeating Pepperdine 84-71. That means Pacific. They take on San Francisco. That's going to be the late night 8.30 game tonight. Gonzaga, they've got a bye until Monday uh, Gonzaga plays Monday night at 8.30. Uh, the Gonzaga women, they are the number one seed into their WCC tourney, and they uh, will play Monday at 12 noon, again in Las Vegas. Today's local weather forecast brought to you by ABC Heating and Electric at 411 West 2nd in Colville. If you're looking for a little comfort in your life, call the expert, your carrier dealer at ABC Heating and Electric. Call Deb, make an appointment, 509-684-2018. And good possibility we're going to see a few more snow showers. We'll have an afternoon high of 38, more snow tonight. Uh, Not a lot of accumulation, maybe a half an inch, an overnight low of 23. Still snow showers on Saturday. Could get a little more snow on Sunday. A high on Saturday up near 40, only 31 the high on Sunday. Mostly cloudy skies Monday, sunny on Tuesday, By Wednesday and Thursday, there is a slight chance of a little more snow. High temperatures right around 32, 33 degrees. Overnight lows going to be cold. 
13, 14 degrees for low temperatures. Carrier dealers, they are the authorities at getting peak performance from your heating and cooling system. See ABC Heating and Electric, 411 West 2nd. All right, getting ready for the weekend. Glad to see it Friday and, oh yeah, Saturday, Sunday coming up. Uh, it's still winter-type weather, so uh, be careful out there. Don't fall down, break a bone, something like that. Don't run into somebody with your car. Slow down, be careful. I'm Eric Carpenter. This is KCVL KCRK.